Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. The grass is greenest where we water it. What we water in life grows. And I want to apply this idea to five areas of our life. And I think you'll get the concept, but it's a great challenge in these five areas. It's easy to grasp the concept. It's hard to execute the concept. But I'm going to try to simplify on how we can water the key areas of our life the right way to make sure that they grow and evolve and make progress. So the first area, let's talk about work. I would also, before I go through all five of these areas, I would rank them from five to one in level of importance. So each one is going to get more important in our lives. So so let's start with work. Most of us apply 40 plus hours a week to our jobs and it's a quick question. Are we giving our all as team members, as leaders, as owners? Are we giving our all to our organization? Or are we quick to point fingers because we perceive the grass is greener somewhere else? We're scared to have those tough conversations. We're scared of conflict. We're scared to share feedback because we're worried about what those coworkers think. And I've always been a believer that the ROI on culture, the return on investment in culture in work is everything. Simon Sinek said it best when he said, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. I've been super blessed to to have a career of passion. And I've had a loyal group of team members that have stuck with me because I continue to water those relationships and I truly care about each and every individual that works on our team. So my same challenge to you is, are you watering your relationships in your work setting? Let's do number two, friendship. It's really simple here. We pick up on negativity like secondhand smoke. It will suck the life out of you. Do you have individuals that are in your close friend circle that are sucking the life out of you because they're constantly negative? They're always pessimistic. They're always thinking or um, gossiping about the negative side of things. I've always believed a true friend should double your joy and cut your sadness in half. And if you don't have that with your closest inner circle group of friends, you really need to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I that friend? Because if you're not, then you're a part of the problem of why you're not getting out of the cycle that you're currently in. So I'm encouraging you here, positivity and optimism over comparison and negativity. So those aspects are so important in your friend circle. Show me your friends, I'll show you your life. Um, We are the average of our five closest friends. Number three, our family. Imagine the impact we could make if we invested the same amount of time in our kids and our family as we do defending our opinion on social media. Man, it's great to be passionate, but it's even better to be passionate about the ones closest to us, our kids and our closest family members. 
if we want to see a change in the world, it starts with our responsibility as parents, as aunts, as uncles of our youth. They're going to learn by what we show them. It's great to tell your kids the right things, to, to tell your family members the right things. It speaks way more value, way more volume if you show them with your action. Kids learn when you show them. I can say this as a parent. If I want my kids to have manners when they're talking to their, their mother, but I don't have manners to talk to my wife, how, how, are, how do I expect them to, to hold them to that same standard? They're going to learn by what I do. Number four our relationship. So this is our closest relationship with, I'll say in this case, you know, for me, my wife, our significant other. And if we treated our significant other the same at the beginning of our relationship that we do at the end of our relationship, there would be no end. So think about that. If we treated our significant other the same, when you first fell in love and you treated them all the way to the end, there would never be an end to that relationship. But so oftentimes, those other three areas like work and our friendships and our kids, they all take priority over our significant other. And I believe that our biggest responsibility as parents is to show a strong foundational relationship. My sons should see how to treat a woman by how I treat my wife. And same thing, my daughter should view all men through the, the lens of, of what I show in how I treat a woman. And um, that's a huge responsibility. But so often as parents, we put all of those other things before our, our, our relationship and then our kids grow up and then we're like, wow, we've lost connection and it takes time. It takes effort, but any, like anything worth fighting for, you got to put in the work and it takes a legitimate work to do that with your significant other. And, um, you have to make progress there. We all do. And communication is key. I, I, I will say that 100%. If my wife and I have ever faltered in our relationship, comes down to communication or taking things for granted, taking the little things for granted. Don't take your significant other for granted and continue to communicate and talk through and prioritize time for each other to connect. And number the last one, number five, it's faith. And this is where I first heard this idea. It was, it was one of uh, the pastors at my church. He was talking about why we water a pasture and how we need to water our relationship with God the same way. What we water grows. Spending time growing our faith, spending time in God's word is key to living God's plan in our lives. It's got to be God's plan is greater than our plan. Man, if I oh, if I could look back and just not been so stubborn over the years, I would have I've made a lot of progress sooner because I was trying to live my plan. And it's amazing when you involve God in your plans, how much clearer of a path you have. And I'm not saying that the path is always going to be clear, but when you know that you are fulfilling God's purpose, oh my gosh, you have a life that is so much more fulfilled, so much more blessed, so much better perspective. And so I encourage you to look at those five areas of your life and work, in your friendships, in your family life, in your your significant other, in your relationship, and in your faith. And it takes all five. And 
where is your priorities currently? Are you prioritizing work as number one? Because if you are, and I have done that in the past as well, it will cripple other aspects of the other four areas. So it's super important to dial in and realize, hey, if you're in a season right now where you are heavily on one of those areas over the other, it's time to make sure that you have a better intentional imbalance in life. It's 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 never realistic to think you're going to have a perfect balance. It's almost stressful to think of that, hey, I'm going to have a perfect balance in life. But if you have an intentional imbalance of how you prioritize those five areas in your life, it's going to make a world of a difference. What we water in life grows. The grass is always going to be greenest where we water it. So make sure you prioritize how you're watering your aspects of your life today. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, everybody. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please give it a five-star review and share it with a friend. Remember to hit the subscribe button and visit the show notes to be added to our weekly Tate Wheeler podcast newsletter for motivation and tips with your new episode. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.